We're taking it from the bottom of the page. Amar Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda says, Shachach v'hichnis ochlin l'shochpiv. Somebody forgot and put um, food into his mouth. Below bracha. And he forgot to make a bracha. It happens. So you have food in your mouth, you forgot to make a bracha. What do you do? So it depends on the food. Okay, normal food, you would put it to, well, we'll see, you put it to one side, and you say the bracha with the food on the side of your mouth. Tanya Chada, there's another price that says, Bolon, that you're supposed to swallow it. The Tanya Bolton, and the other price that says that you're supposed to spit it out. So we saw three, three sources, each saying a different idea. One says, move it to one side and say the bracha. The other one says, swallow it and don't make a bracha. And the third one says, spit it out and then make a bracha. Um, so those are three so that's with Tanya Idaf Masalkam, like our Mishnah. So which is it? So Lokasha is not difficult. How did Tanya Balon when it says swallow it? That's the Mashkin. Because it's impossible to um to it's impossible to put it to one side and make a bracha, because it's a liquid, it's not gonna stay on the side. So you're not gonna be able to uh, you'll, you'll choke, okay? So what you do is you swallow it down. You don't have you're not mechuyiv to waste it because if you spit it out, you won't drink it back. So then it will go to waste. So therefore, that's the solution is to swallow it. So if you forget to make a bracha by a drink, you don't make a bracha. Vadatanyapaltan, when do you spit it up immediately? If it's something that is not yet chewed so much that you won't eat it anymore, okay? So then you can spit it out and then make a bracha and then put it back in your mouth. It's already disgusting, so if you take it out of your mouth, you won't eat it anymore. So therefore, you should, um, you should just put it to your side of your mouth and make the bracha with it in your mouth. Now, the question is, if it's something that's not getting disgusting, if you're not to get it out of your mouth, then why would you spit it out? And to 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 re-eat it afterwards, why not just put it to the side of your mouth and the liver can make the bracha that way? So Tirgum Rabbi Yitzchak Kaskasa Kaskasa Kamei the Rabbi Yosi Bar Avin Mishmei the Rabbi Yochanan Mishum Shenemar Yimalei Piti Losecha because the Mishnah says that you should fill your mouth with praise of Hashem. So therefore, it's better if you have all things being equal, as long as you it will it doesn't become disgusting when you spit it out. So then it's better to say the bracha with an oh, empty mouth, and then you could fill with Hashem's praise instead of only saying it with half a mouth. Okay. So Rav Chizda has a question. Somebody ate and drank and didn't make a bracha. What about going back and making another bracha? Okay. Now, he already ate and drank, so should he make the bracha now after having eaten? Somebody who ate garlic, and he has bad breath from the garlic. Does it make sense that he should eat more garlic? Okay. Why does that make sense? What's the logic? That he should really stink? What's the logic? So what he's saying is, if the, the simple reading what he's saying is, is that the argument is is that is that you did already one thing wrong by eating without a bracha. That's finished already. Now you want to make a bracha on on no food that you're not about to eat any food, so then that's like a bracha levatola, because you're not making on something that you're eating. So then why would that be appropriate? That's like like doing two things wrong. Two wrongs don't make a right. That's really what he said. Okay. I'm Ravina. Actually, because of what I'm about to say, the Hilkach is a little hard to read, but what he means, because of this, 
even after you finish your meal, you can still make a bracha. Why? Because sometimes you make a bracha after you did the thing. Because the Bible says, Tav of Allah, somebody went to the mikvah, then he got up from the mikvah, you make the bracha after you finish the, the, the mikvah dipping. How does that work? Why? Because, um, because you can do it even after you finish the thing that you're making the bracha on, even though you did it already. So the same thing. I ate the food, I can make the bracha even after I finished. It's not the end of the world. Look, we do it over there. Felohi, but the proof, but the proof is not a good proof. Why? The difference over there is, is that before, why did this person go to the mikvah? Because he was a balkari. He right, he had a bodily omission. He wasn't allowed to daven. He wasn't allowed to say any brachas. So therefore, what was his option? Nothing. He couldn't do a bracha before. So he had to first go to the mikvah in order to make the bracha. He wasn't fit for a bracha. So yes. The guys didn't say a bracha when they go to the mikvah. What? Men didn't say a bracha when they're going to the mikvah. That's true because we don't we we don't we don't have this. It's not the right. Tefilas carry is already not been already been abolished. Basically, you're not mechuyev to do that. Uh-huh. So that's why we don't say bracha so in general. Right. Exactly. So therefore, the bracha is 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 also not there anymore. So this is the time when it was. Yeah, when it was still visible, when it was still around, right. But a good example of this is like, uh, let's say, a convert, right? So they, there's a bracha for tefillah for conversion, but they can't make the bracha before because <laughs> they're not Jewish. Jewish yet. So they go in the mikvah and then they can say a bracha. You understand? Yeah. After they're already done. Ah, it's afterwards. That's because there's no option to do it before. But over here, where the, you were right to do the bracha before, and and you not so then that's then it's too late you missed it once you missed it you missed it that's why saying all good idchi idchi yeah so you do the bracha while you in the mikvah itself or you do the bracha after you come out of the mikvah who are you asking on which case by the on by the, the by the, the gear which one on the on the convert the convert so the answer is is they do it uh, after they dipped already. So they have to go out of the mikvah. Well, they don't go all the way out. They just cover their head. You know, they cover their body. Their body is, uh, you know, whatever. They, they, they you know, in order to make a bracha unclothed, it's also a little bit tricky. Right. But, they, yeah. but they do it in such a way that they can make a bracha. That's the idea. Mm-hmm. So the same applies to Tommy Mace as Kerry? We just don't. No, well, yeah, we don't do any mikvah. Uh, we don't do any bracha. Tommy right. base first of all, is not going to come off with uh, with a mikvah anyway, wow. right? The mikvah doesn't help for that. <coughs> um, but all, all, in general, we we only uh, the 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 mikvah brachas nowadays is for anida. That's what we. That's where it's relevant. Okay. Tanra um, bonam, asparagus. Okay, asparagus, as we'll soon see, is some type of uh, drink that they would uh, have. Every morning, it's like uh, having a shot of something. It's like kind of like a shot of whiskey or something, or, like, or, or brandy. That's basically what it was. So your morning brandy, okay? Yafel Alev, it's good for your heart. Vitovle Naim, it's good for your eyes. Vitkolskein, Levinim Ayin. And it's exceptionally good for your stomach. Paragobo, and if you're regularly, your regular asparagus drinker, Yafel Cholgofo, it's beautiful for your whole body. Very good thing. But if you overdo it and you get drunk from it, because it was like a kind of a brandy, it was strong, it was alcoholic, then it's all right. Then it's bad for your whole body.
So, the fact that he said that it's good for your heart, why is he talking about a wine brandy, wine based? Okay? Because one knows wine is good for the heart. He's saying that wine, even a wine based, uh, the wine based schnapps, brandy, right, is good for your stomach. It's only good, the wine, is, the wine base is good for your lave, iron, and tes, which is tchu, which is, I guess, the spleen. Okay? That's what it's good for, but it's bad for the ramat. What's the ramat? Um, the, the head, a headache, the ma'ayim, the stomach, and the tough is the tachtonim, okay? The uh, hemorrhoids. What? Hemorrhoids. It's bad for your hemorrhoids, okay? So the Ramah had kasha. So the Gemara says, you're right. Kibanyai bimyushan. Yes, we're talking about aged brandy because when it's aged, that changes everything and makes it good for the stomach too. Kidetran, as the Mishnah says, konem yayin shanitoim. If a person makes a vow that he's not going to taste wine, why? And he says, why? Shayayin kasha bimyushan. I got such a terrible stomachache from my wine that I drank. I'm not having, I'm swearing off wine. Literally, okay. So Amrulov, Halom but aged wine is actually good for your stomach. It's good for your stomach. and the guy was quiet. So So then it's only good, only new wines that are no good. But he's allowed because he's accepting the principle that he only wants to avoid the wine that's not good for the stomach. That was all purpose. And therefore the Miushan is healthy for your stomach. And that's what we're talking about over here. It's an aged aspargus, which again, like I said, it's some type of alcoholic wine-based beverage. But you can make it out of al- uh, alcoholic out of a few possibilities. Okay? So we're going to see a little bit more about this aspargus drink. Um, sounds good. Okay, so um, I don't think somebody's. Okay. So, Tanra Rabbanon, the rabbis learn, there are six things stated about Aspargus. Number one, First of all, you need to drink it okay? which means um, straight up. Don't dilute it. Okay, number one. And you f- it should be a full cup. Oh, yeah, that was a... Umale and full. Um, the full cup. Mikablo Bimin, you receive it in your right hand. And you drink it with your left hand. The aim is and you do not talk after um, after your drink of aspargos. Okay? The aim of Sikimbo. And you don't um, uh, you don't you don't break up the drink, down it in one shot, you know. All the way down, down the hatch. Okay, and you only give back that asparagus cup to the one who gave it to you. And you're supposed to spit afterwards. If there's going to come up some phlegm from it. Make sure to spit it out. And the only thing that you should take with it afterwards to eat is something of its the same type. Whatever it is that... Whatever, right. Exactly. There's a rules of schnapps drinking, yeah, basically. Okay. I like it, see. What? Okay. Grapes. So oh, so that's what you're saying, right. So if it's... So we're going to see what basis... It says that it should only follow with bread, a kichel or something, right? Now, kashia, it's not difficult. 
depends what basis of, of, of intoxicating beverage it is. If it's wine based, then 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 it should then it should no, be grape. then should be something like uh, grapes. And if it's bishikra, um, then no no the wine one goes together with bread, but the one the beer based one. If it's coming from figs, then it should be a fig. Then you should have a fig with it. If it's a date-based uh, uh, oh, beer, alcohol it depends on what it is. Um, but small fish too, right? What, Harry? Uh, that we already yeah. saw, right? I mean, it's, it's so healthy. <laughs> that's why. That's why the Jews lived long because they knew all the healthy things. They had a schnapps and a kichel yeah, and, and a herring. There you go. You, you beat everything. Breakfast of champions. Sheva, sheva, sheva. Okay. <laughs> All right. Habit the Shekra. Now, Tani Chada, we learn in one place, Lelayit Yafet, Leramas Koshe. Vetani Dilcharamachya, Leramas Yafet, Lelayit Koshe. So one source says that it's good for the heart, for the eyes, for the spleen, and it's bad for the head, for the stomach, and for the um, for hemorrhoids. And the other one says it's the exact opposite. So which is it? So uh, right, so uh, um, right. Uh, so what is it? Look, is not difficult. The wine-based one is good for the heart, okay? And the and 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 that's the good for the light group and bad for the ramat group. The beer one is reversed, okay? One place says that if you spit afterwards, it's harmful. And if you don't spit, it's bad. It's harmful. Well, you got to know which one is it. Mm-hmm. So it depends. The wine one, Rashi says, don't spit it. That you just you're not supposed to spit. And the the beer one, you are supposed to spit. If now that we see that if you don't spit after drinking the beer based, um, the shecher based uh, asparagus drink. So then, um Nizrak, and you're allowed to spit it out, and you don't worry about it because it's a sakana, it's dangerous. The phlegm that comes up, you, you better get it out of your mouth, even though it's dangerous in front of a king too, but uh, you're not supposed to take that risk. Okay. Amar Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha. Okay, Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha says, So I had, um, uh, I got some insider information. From the upstairs, okay. So Suriel is one of the angels. He's the Sarapnim. He's in charge, interior minister. Okay, basically he's very close to Hashem. And I got some good information. What is that? Six things, three things rather. Three things. What are they? Number one, Altito Chalukha Shachris Miyana Shamish Betilbash. Don't when you get dressed in the morning, you take the clothes yourself. Don't let the don't let your servant hand you your clothes in the morning. And get dressed. You you take it yourself. Okay, that's number one. Don't let somebody who doesn't do netilas adayim, who did not do netilas adayim, wash your hands. They have to wash their hands before they you wash your hands. And number th- and three, don't give back that cup that you drank this drink from, but only to the person who gave it to you. Why? Which is um, either the name of a, this is various gangs of demons, the Tachsafis gang or the Istalgis gang. They are various groups of, 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 of either demons or Malachi Chabala, dangerous angels. 
They're waiting for men. And they say, When is a man going to come to this thing? Because if he does these things, then, I'll be, then I have the rishos to harm him, and they're waiting for it. So they're sitting and waiting for that opportunity. Okay. Rabbi Shumalevi had a good relationship with the angel of death, and um, he picked up a few pointers. Number one, The same two that Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha picked up from the Sarapnim, he got from the angel of death. <coughs> and the third is, Don't stand in front of women when they're coming from a cemetery. Why? Because I'm dancing in front of them. And I got my sword out. And I have permission to attack. And what if you meet? I mean, what are you supposed to do? You, you're walking and you meet these women coming from the cemetery. What do you do? You jump backwards for Amos. If you have a river, that's the best. Cross the river and then we won't catch you. If there's another way, they're going way in one path, you you go the other way. And if there's a fence, go behind the fence. Below, and if there's no options, there's only open and they're coming towards you, there's no other way. So you turn your face away and you say, until the group passes. But you're not supposed to watch them because that is where I have opportunity to attack. This is this is above my pay grade, so I can't explain it. But when the angel of death gives you advice, I advise you to take it. Okay. There are ten things stated about the cup of blessing. They are. Number one, Tana Dacha Bishtifa needs to be rinsed and washed. Rinsed on the inside, washed on the outside. Chai, it's supposed to be Chai, okay? Which means that it's, um, you pour it into the cup before it's diluted and then you dilute it, okay? Omale, it should be full. Itur v'ituf, okay? It should be surrounded well, and, uh, wore, and you wear your, uh, your cloak, okay? You're, you're wrapped up. Okay. This is any kosher bracha, including the kiddush. Classic case is kiddush. Okay, itur v'itov, surrounded like like a crown, and itov. We're going to go through each of these separately. Noto b'sheyadov, you take it with two hands. Vinosno b'yamin, and then you put it into your right hand. Umagbiyamin akarka, you put it up from the ground wherever you are, or from the table. Tefach alisa tefachof. Vinosin enabo, and you look gaze at your cup. When you're making the bracha, you also give that kosher bracha. It's a gift to your wife after you make kiddush. Am Rabbi Yochanan says, Rabbi Yochanan, Anu ein lanu el arba belvad. We only have four of these. What are they? Hadachah shtifa, chayu malei, and that's it. Okay, the other rest of it not. Okay, so Tana. Um, we learned hadacha mi bifnim v'shtivim b'chutz. First of all, hadacha means rinsing on the inside. Shtifa means washing the cup on the outside. It's a clean cup. Amr Rabbi Yochanan called Mavarech alakos malei. If you make a brach on a whole cup of wine, I mean you filled up to the top. No, so look, nachla b'li mitzorim. He's getting granted a an a, a an inheritance without boundaries. Shenemer umalei birchas Hashem yom v'darum yirasha. 
doesn't give an end. West is keep going west, south keep going. Okay, so the inheritance is without boundaries. Rab Yosi Rab Chanina Omer Zochum Vinochal Shnei Olam. He inherits both worlds. Olam Azev Olam Abba. Itor. What does Itor mean? Rab Yudah Ma'atreo B'Talmidim. It means a lot of people surrounding you when you make the bracha, your students. And Rav Chizda Ma'atle Binatli. He has different uh, kosos, a, little, a lot of little cups, you know, that people pour off into the little cups. Amar Rav Chanan Ovechai, and, okay, so Amar Rav Chanan Ovechai, when it's, uh, when it's, you know, chai, which means uh, not diluted, okay. Um, Yain Chai. Yain Chai, right, undiluted, right. Amar Rav Sheshes, Ubebirchas Ha'aretz. And Rav Sheshes says, in the bracha of Birchas Ha'aretz, he, uh, he, would, uh, uh, he would add, what is Itof? Okay. Um, the, uh, so, okay, so the next thing is, okay, so what is the Itof? What is that referring to? So Rav Papa Ma'atef V'yasif. Rav Papa would wrap himself, he would wear his, you know, his cloak, or whatever, be, be, to, to look his turban, he would look mekavadik, okay? Vyasev, and he would sit. Ravasi parasudra al he put his head covering on his head, and, uh, and, and that was, that's what ituf means. You take it with two hands. What does the Pasuk say that he's supposed to take it with two hands? Kodesh. Lift up with both your hands. Kodesh, the Kiddush, and then you say the Bracha. And also, you mean you put it in your right hand. Why? You pick it up with both hands, put it in your right. So, um, so the, they used to ask, what about the left hand helping the right hand? Is that okay or not? So, um, um, they had this question. They never came up with an answer. Anan, never the We should be strict about it, um, and not, not have your left hand uh, help the right hand holding it. You pick it up with both hands and hold it just with your right hand. Okay. Of course, for a lefty, that might be the other hand. Okay. How do you know you hold it underneath, not on the side? It didn't say that here. Okay, there's different shitas. There's a whole book. That was all safer actually written on the various ways of holding the Kiddush cup. I'm not joking. It's very interesting. Different customs. The Kubalim hold it with their, with their fingers, like at their fingertips. Some people hold like this. The basis for what you're asking for the, of holding it like this comes from the Pasuk by the, uh, of, of the Sar HaMashkim uh, that he says that he gave the Kos Al Kaf Paro on the and that teaches us the idea that that's a more bukavitic way of holding it. But there are many, many people who have the custom to hold the cup this way, um, you know, each according to his own custom. It's anyway. The note, one of the other notes says the custom of uh, Rav Papa putting a strap on his head. Yeah. The source for putting a hat or coat on to bench. To bench also. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh-huh. So that's, the source. that's the basis for it. This this idea, the ituf, right? Which is interesting, actually, because well, whatever we we'll see which is the halacha, because it has the ten things, and then we said, but I only know four. Okay, so we'll see more about that. We say the 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 cup of salvation. I will lift up, and I will call out on the name of Hashem. So that's lifting up. So that's why it has to be up at least a tefach.
You look at the cup when you're making the bracha. Why? That you stay focused on the bracha. Otherwise, you'll um, you'll get distracted by what you're seeing. A tefak above what? Above the table, or the if you're if you're on the floor, you know they used to lie down and you know on their Recline. low couches, the recliners. So then it would be off the ground. But that whatever it's being lifted off of. Um, so that's that. Now, you give it to the women, your wife, as a gift. So that your wife should have blessing. Now, fascinating story here. Ula Ula came to the house of Rav Nachman. And uh, they were having a meal. So Baruch, Baruch has Mizona. And uh, then they're ready for uh, benching. And the coast of Bracha was given to Rav Nachman. So Amar Leim Rav Nachman. So Rav Nachman said to, um, to, to Ula, Lishtamar, Kasa de Birchsel of Yalta. Give it to my wife Yalta. She should also have the coast of Bracha. Amar Leim, Hachem Rav Yochanan. No, Rav Yochanan says, Ain pri bidna shalisha, Mizbarach, Alam pri bidna shalish. If I give the coast to you, it's all included, and uh, basically she does not need to get it because it's shenemar ubarich pre vidnecha, pre vidna lo nemar ela pre vidnecha. You as a masculine, and therefore the blessing goes by the husband. So therefore, there's no need, according to Ula, to give it to your to your wife. Now remember, um, Ula was the Eretz Yisrael. He was a Talmud of Rabbi Yochanan. So Rabbi Yochanan says that there's that there's only <coughs> four things, right? Anyway, so okay, well, that did not fly very well. Okay, um, uh, as we know, Yalta was a very sharp woman. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she was also a toughie, as we will <laughs> see right now. Okay, um, um, Tanya Rami Haki, Rabbi Nasan Omer, Minayin Shein Pribidna Shalisha, Mizbarach Alme Pribidna Shalish, and Emma Borek Pribidna, Pribidna Lonemar El Pribidna. Adahi, in the meantime, Shama Yalta. Yalta overheard that she's not getting the wine. She's like, What? Come a busier in her anger, she got up. Also, Becham, she went to the wine, the wine, the wine cellar. And she broke 400 barrels of wine. <laughs> <laughs> See, okay, you you had a choice, <laughs> right? <laughs> Woman scorned. Amar le Rav Nachman, it's your fault. Okay, whatever. Amar le Rav Nachman, Mishadur Lamar Kasa We'll give you another cup of wine. Don't worry, we have more. I'll give you before you break everything. Shalachla, he sent her the cup of wine. Called Hi Navka de Birchasa. He, um, uh, um, you know, like here, please takes this up uh, the, more. He, like he offered the wine. Um, uh, meaning all the wine in the barrel is like a kosher bracha. Drink of it. Drink from it. Meaning she ga- he gave her a lot, as much as she wanted. Somebody who travels all over the place, there's, all you get is a lot of gossip. And the people who are wearing worn clothes, all you got is lice. Okay? The point being is, is that talk is cheap. Too late. Not interested, and she was not appeased. Um, so, anyway, bottom line is, there you go. Okay. So, I my advice is you give the wife the wine and don't don't um, not say okay, don't take chances. It's not worth it. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, very interesting story. Amravasi, a Mesichan Alakos, Shel Bracha. 
you do not talk. Once you're holding the cup to make the bracha, it's not the time to shmuz. You should go straight to the bracha. We don't make a bracha on, a, on the cup that we drink for bad things. Okay, there's a, uh, what, my kos shalpranos, what does that mean? I'm Rav Nachman the second cup, okay? Because uh, as we know, there's a concept of zugos, where you're not supposed to have two drinks, because the second drink is harmful. So because of that, you don't make a bracha on, on the second cups. Okay, um, it won't be blessed if you drink double. And prepared. And this was not prepared. So in, in, with nice things, not for bad things. So the bottom line is, drinking a double is uh, having a second is not a, that's called zugos. Again, it's a, a, a dangerous, it's harmful. Amrav Vova, Amrav three. Then it's okay. Right, it's okay. <laughs> Fixes yeah. the, the Two third one. Two four three, that's the problem. <laughs> right. Amrav Vova, Amrav Vova, Masisatana, Ochel, Umahalech, Umavarch, Momad, Ukshu Ochel, So Ochel, Umahalech, somebody who's eating and going, Mivarch, Momad, you can say the bracha standing. Ukshu Ochel, Momad, if you're standing when eating, Mivarch, Musha, but when benching, you still have to bench sitting. Um, and when you were leaning and eating, then you sit up when you bench. And the bottom line is, is that always, no matter what the circumstances and how you ate, you're eating on the go, on the run, but you got to sit when you bench. Okay, new parak. The two kosot is because of this uh, Persian belief. Is that what Rashi just says. Rashi just says it's the demons. The, the demons. Yeah, the demon is said, yeah. But yeah, these are called the same period. We've had right. Could be, but we've had we've had this before. The zugos. I don't know if you remember yeah, the gemaras and about the zara. Could be asked to do with idolatry. I don't know. Okay, new parak. Here's the differences, the differentiations in, in, a, in the proper etiquette, really, behavior at a, at a meal. First of all, when making Kiddush, the proper order is first the blessing of the Kiddush Hayom, and then you say the Agafin afterwards. Um, no, the other way around. First you say Agafin, you say Kiddush Hayom. First, you do nitzadaim for the bread, and then you pour the cup of wine or dilute the wine to drink after nitzadaim. You do the other way around. Okay, uh, no, I'm not sure if you're familiar. The Yakis do have the minute like Beshame in this. Yeah, I, okay. I've been there. You've been there. Where they uh, make kiddush on, on the challah first, and then they. They no, they wash. make they wash they wash uh, they wash for Natilsia Dayam and then they make Kiddush and then they just go straight to the bread. Okay. Uh you uh, you have a like a, a hand towel that you clean your hands on with. And you can leave that hand towel on the table. It's okay. And you leave it there for when you eat more and your hands get dirty, you have uh, a napkin. Okay. Uh, that uh, you put it on your chair. You don't, you don't leave it on the table. 
you sweep the house, and then you do nitzadaim for by machronim after cleaning the floor. First you do nitzadaim for by machronim, and then In other words, you sweep after the after benching, really. The order by Abdullah is first the the candle, mazon. Um, and then besamim uh, and avdala. Okay, we tell them no. Ner besamim. It's no. It's the other way around. It's first the ner and then the besamim mazon vavdala, and you end with avdala. Okay, mazon is. Uh, let's say we're talking about because uh, sometimes you have only because what we're talking about is benching because you only have one cup of wine to to go around. So because you have a limited. Because you're very limited, so that's why you um, you're you're like doubling up your wine for benching, on uh, on the Abdullah wine, right? Um, so ner b'shamim mazam Abdullah b'shamim omrim shibara meorhez you created the light of the singular light of the fire b'shamim omrim borei the creator meorhez the lights of the fire, okay, which of course is that's the one that we do. If it's a light uh, candle or besamim of the Gentiles, of the dead. Okay, you don't use that. We'll see more about this in the Gemara. Nor for idolatry. You don't make the bracha of until you benefit from the fire. Somebody who ate and he forgot and he didn't make a bracha for benching. You've got to go back to where you ate and bench over there. Wherever you remember, you can bench right there. How far can you still say the benching? If it's, when is it not too late? Until it's not fully digested in your stomach, well, to find that in the Gemara as well. If they bring wine after the meal, if that's the only cup, you say the bracha on the wine, and then you say the bracha on benching. You bench, and then you make the bracha on the wine after benching. When a Jew makes a bracha, you answer Amen. Even if you didn't hear the full bracha, until you hear from the kuti the entire bracha, because as we we always had suspicions about the kuti, maybe they didn't say the brachas to Hashem, maybe it's to their deities on Hargrizim, so we're, we're suspicious about that. That's interesting. What if a guy said a bracha? Would you answer Amen? No, this is a kuti. We're not even saying that. Before that, we figured out they were Jewish. No, it's on the bracha, but uh, you know, it's on the bracha. But I don't know. You don't know what he means when he's saying the bracha. That's the point, and that's why over there by the kuti, if you, as long as you hear the full bracha, we can uh, we we know what he means. What about the boy going through the conversion process? So he has some level of understanding. So maybe he can answer I mean, I would I would say I would assume yes. You're not supposed to make a bracha telling you. Thing, yeah. Well, no, that, that, that's that's the tefillah. No, he can't make that bracha, but he's he's practicing. 
I think they practice. I think so. You got to train yourself to get to get it right. Tan Rabbanan, the rabbis learned Varm Shabin Beishami Beisul Besuda Beishami Omim Varchal Yom Vaakach Bevarchal Yayin. Why should you do the bracha of Kiddush Hayom before the wine? Number one, Shayom Gorm Liyayin Shiavo. Only because today's a Yom Tif or Shabbos, that's why we're bringing out the wine. So, what's the source for everything? The day. And that's one point. And second, it's already before, right? The, the, the Kiddush Hayom happened when, you know, at the onset of the day. When do we eating our meal? Already into the day. We didn't bring out the wine till after. So, what, so even in priority, the day was here first. And then you brought out the wine. Okay? So, the wine is what enables me, it's the enabler to allow me to make Kiddush. Because without wine, I wouldn't be allowed to make Kiddush. Okay, that's number one. And another pshat, the wine bracha is tadir, is regular. Every day you can make a bracha on wine. That's not regular. And Tadir, Tadir, one is regular, one's less regular. Tadir Kodam, the more regular it comes first. Now, my what's the point of coming on to the Dabrach? We didn't give a good enough reason the first time? The answer is Maybe you'll say that Beishame had two reasons. If you recall, Beishame mentioned two points. Number one, that it's uh, that the that uh, that uh, the day causes the, the reason why I'm making Kiddush on the wine. And the second is because the day was there first, before I brought out the wine. Um, so, no. Hachanami Tati, there's two points on Beis Hillel's side as well. What are his two points? That first, the, that the wine is what enables me to make Kiddush. And number two, the bracha of wine is more tadir than the bracha of the Yidei. Now, and what's more regular comes um, is, is comes before. Of course, the follows Basilo. So why would you have to tell me that Allah follows Basilo? Don't, don't you know there was a heavenly voice that came out that says that the Allah follows Basilo? So of course, why do we, do we have to tell you that the bracha follows that the Allah follows Basilo? So we have two answers, and this is where we leave off. Could be this halacha was stated before the baskal, so we're establishing the halacha even without the baskal. And number two, or we're going after the baskal. And the mission is going like Rabbi He says, Baskal has nothing to do with it. God, you stay out of this. This is our business, and we do what we, what we feel is the, the Ratzon Hashem, which is unbelievable. Okay, but anyway, we'll stop with this. Okay.